Without any further ado, time to kick off the look at this program of racing at Tarang with Trav Noonan. Trav, very good morning to you. Yeah, very good morning to you as well, Brendan, and to all the listeners out there. It's um, an interesting Tarang Cup to sort of get your, or Cup Day, to get your head around with the heavy 10 track. Uh, plenty of horses, you know, sort of been racing on good threes, good fours leading into this meeting. So um, the cup itself, though, still held up to be a relatively strong field. So hopefully they get through the day A-OK. Yep, I think only the 12 mils really helped because at Melton last night it rained for about five hours and I was fearful for the Tarang program had they copped that sort of rain. Yeah, I'm, I'm sort of with you. I was sort of thinking last night when I was sort of driving home from an, a social event, I was thinking, oh, gee, they could be in trouble. But luckily, uh, yeah, they, they didn't get as much rain as uh, what we did down here in Melbourne. First event on the program from Tarang on Cup Day is the top tote plus two-year-old maiden over the 1,000 metres. Scratchings here, one, two, three, and uh, seven. Uh, the uh, tab fixed odds favourite for media at $2.90. Nevaeh, four twenty. Rose of Shalar. Matt Williams has a pretty good record in this race at $4.20. Antics, $5.00. Hartshorn, $5.50. was looking forward to seeing Bruno step out, Trav, for, for the Matty Raymond stable. We'll have to keep him for another day. This race won last year by Hellhound. Yeah, I'll sort of take your uh, comment that Matt's had a good record in this race. And I th- thought his horse here, Rose of Shalar, was the horse to beat uh, coming off the recent jump out at Camperdown. And that was on... A heavy eight um, here on the 11th of April, so sort of during the week. Um, beat uh, Norwoods in that uh, jump out, and I thought it was really nice, sort of stylish work. So happy to be with this galloper on top for Dean Yendall. Um, we've got no really idea sort of how the track's going to play, so whether Barrier 1's going to be the spot to be, I'm not really sure. But, um, yeah, I thought the, the way she jumped out, she's certainly going to take some beating here, Rose of Shalar. I uh, thought the danger is if a media uh, from the Griffiths to Cox stable, this horse also jumped out quite nicely at Cranbourne. Let down, I thought, really nicely over the final 100 metres there. Um, and the jump, uh, the trial prior to that behind I'm Unstoppable at uh, Stony Creek, I thought was, was reasonable as well. So uh, it goes in for second. In for third for minus the five antics. Uh, this horse is another one who's jumped out and trialled quite nicely. This preparation recent trial at Cranbourne ran 46.07 for the 800, which is pretty good going um, at Cranbourne for a two-year-old trial. Um, that was on soft ground. Again, all these horses are sort of a, a real query whether they'll handle the track or not, but um, I thought there that performance was good. And then eight, Nineveh in for fourth for mine. Another one whose jump outs at sort of Mortlake have been encouraging. So nine, six, five and eight for me in the first. Nine, six, five and eight. Nine, six, five, four for mine with Rose of Shalar here uh, on the boot. Stable has a good record in this race. Yendall and Williams are a good combination. Did with a jump out on the heavy ground. Just a matter of how she copes with that under race conditions. If a media in for second, really like the way she quickened at the end of that trial there uh, at uh, at Cranbourne. She was asked to finish off and her change-up speed was impressive. Antics, as Trav touched on, solid work on a fast speed there at the Cranbourne uh, trials and uh, Hartshorn goes in for fourth, has the race day experience. Nine, six, five and four. Trav, last time we raced at Tarang, they had some jumps races so they uh, really did uh, use the inside of that uh, track through the early part of the 
the meeting and they tended to get out off the fence. When it does get wet at Terang, they tend to go middle towards outside. So maybe not early part of the program, but back part, we're certainly going to be looking for horses wanting to, to get out over the centre of the track. Yeah, I think you're, you're bang on there. Um, it can be a track that sort of plays with a distinct pattern, so worth monitoring over the first couple of races to see exactly what. But, yeah, I, I'd be expecting they sort of get away from the inside also. Second event to maiden over 1,400. One and ten come out here. Cosmic Enigma is the short price favourite. It's been $1.85 uh, into $1.65 in the last couple of hours. If he could, second pick, $3.90, appealing out to $4. Screw Creek at 13 and then we go down to Montari at 41 Who do we like in the second, Trav? Yeah, I was with appealing here, the uh, daughter of Frankel for Archie Alexander. I just thought the recent jump out at Horsham was extremely impressive. Uh, there on soft five ground, sort of ran away from her opposition. Last preparation had a few runs on wet tracks and was pretty solid but in good maiden sort of beat Moya last time in a 1600-metre maiden, strong in a Bendigo 1600-metre maiden. And I think she just might come back a little bit sharper here at 1,400 metres, barrier nine, perhaps gets out towards the middle. I thought she was a good sort of play against the favourite here, Cosmic Enigma, the seven appealing. No real knocks on Cosmic Enigma. I just think he's a little short at the price. Uh, he was sort of a dollar forty earlier this morning. He's now getting out to sort of that dollar seventy, dollar sixty-five. Um, I expect him to probably even drift from that quote. I thought he was very good last time at Packenham behind El Ciardo, um, who looks a smart horse in the making. Uh, he sort of really got going that last little bit of the race there. Um, the query for him's definitely wet the heavy track he hasn't seen anything like this but um you sort of could knock him too much off, off what he's done his past couple uh if he could goes in for third for mine the two he was sort of doing his best work late there at Packenham behind Countess Jenny and over him that was on a soft six track he's uh, come out of New Zealand where he's ran on a heavy track at Taronga and uh, was beaten a long long way so um a little bit of a query whether he'll actually get through the ground, but his first up run at Packenham was, was pretty good. And six Screw Creek just looks the logical fourth pick for mine for Jamie Edwards and Jack Hill. He was okay last time on Evoca, drops back in trip from that 1,800 metres and uh, is rock-hard fit. So uh, if any horse is going to get through the track, should could be him. Nine, five, two, and six. So we're seven five two and six there from Trav seven five two eight for mine. I'm going with appealing as well. Daughter of Frankel, she resumes. She's handled the wet last preparation, which is a big tick, I think, coming here today. Got through heavy eights at Sale and Bendigo to place. Only beaten a nose by front uh, lawn over 1,600 metres, second up last preparation. So just that exposure to wet ground sees her uh, in uh, the uh, the top billing for mine. And she really worked nicely at Horsham in a jump round in preparation for this. Cosmic and Ingber in for second. Runner up at all three. Chased a nice horse in El Soliado. Was a good effort late there at Packenham in a leader's race. Just uh, the wet, too much of an unknown for mine. He might get through it and he might blow them away, but $1.65 is too short for mine. To, uh, to find out if he's going to get through it or not. Two goes in for third, if he could. Uh, Yendel for Nick Ryan. Good chase from the back at Packenham Fresh. Uh, is an improver. Was beaten 12 lengths on a heavy track, as Trav touched on, and he's only run there in uh, New Zealand. And then maybe Cosmic Event, number eight, best of the rest. But seven, five, two, and eight for mine in uh, race number two at Tarang on uh, Cup Day.
Race number three. Hope you've got uh, a sharp pencil or plenty of ink in your uh, your highlighter or pen to uh, to go through the scratchings here for this third event. It's a 1,200-metre three-year-old and up maiden. Uh, first of all, put Taylor Childs on number one. Scratchings here are three, four, six, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen. All come out. Rider for number eighteen is Lewis German. The uh, tab fix market has a redneck run at two dollars and ten. Wanted in a gust three dollars fifty. Emery's four sixty. Buddy Ripper five fifty. Bruce Street at thirteen. Prince of the Nile at twenty six dollars. Few of the horses left in this race, Trav. Uh, when markets went up, were uh, were well into double figures, but they've trimmed in now with the scratchings. Yeah, they have, and one of those is a horse we're going to tip on top here, the two-buddy ripper. I thought this horse's recent jump out at Hamilton was outstanding uh, on the soft seven. He sort of cruised up into that jump out, was only beaten by a horse called Outlaw's Revenge, who came out yesterday around second in the Vobus Gold Sprint. So it's pretty strong form for a maiden. Uh, I thought his, his debut run, he was at 1,400 metres and probably just didn't see out the trip. Um, he sort of travelled into the race well and then just faded a bit late. But both jump outs back this time in have been encouraging. I think in his second prep, uh, he'll improve. And son of St. John, so uh, I think he'll definitely appreciate the heavy ground. So pretty keen on him here too, Buddy Ripper. I think he's a great little play. Five em- Emery's goes in for second for mine. He's uh, raced really well since joining the John MacArthur stable. Uh, going back to his run here at Terang three starts ago of 1,000 metres, that was on soft seven ground. Uh, and he was very good there, only just getting beaten on the post. I thought his most recent effort at Avoca was pretty strong too. Uh, I think he'll run a great race, and he's race fit compared to a few of these. Uh, two, if he could, goes... Uh, sorry, that, that's the previous race. Eight, Ed... A redneck rum goes in for third. Uh, Nick Ryan and John Allen combine here. This horse has had a couple of jump outs to get ready for the races. Uh, he's run on heavy tracks last preparation. I'm not sure if he's completely in love with them, but um, he's he's ran against some pretty handy horses. His last start, he bumped into Elkington Road, which sort of started $4.40 against him. So has to have his uh, supporters here. And then went with the 13, wanted in a gust. Another one who's probably a bit of a query on the heavy ground, but uh, went pretty well last up behind Armstrong Bay at Ararat. Uh, sort of beat the others comfortably and, and was good first up at Warrnambool. So uh, certainly a horse that here has a good chance. 2, 5, 8 and 13. 2, 5, 8, 13 from Trav. 8, 5, 13, 14 for mine. Going to go with Redneck Rum. He's first up, had exposure to wet ground in his first preparation. One run on a soft seven, two on heavy tens. He comes back at Golding, I think, which is important. He wasn't asked for a great deal in a race at Flemington jump out, but just backing Nick Ryan's got him in the uh, the right space to run well here fresh on this wet ground. And the, the fact that he stayed in gives me a little bit more confidence. Emery's number five goes in for second. Whitegate's not going to be too much of an issue now with the small field. He's placed in all three runs. His preparation has placed on the wet at Kembla Grain. Just kept coming after riding the speed there at Avoca. 13, wanted in a gust, uh, was ridden forward at Ararat, came off the speed there on debut. Interesting to see where they place her in the field today. Uh, the uh, issue is going to be how she gets through the ground. And then maybe 14, uh, world action, better for that first up run behind Subliminal at uh, Ballarat. Wasn't a bad effort there, was only, was beaten under two legs. 8, 5, 13 and 14 in race number three.
Race number four at Tarang on Cup Day is over the 1,850 metres. It's a three-year-old and up maiden. Scratchings here from the fourth. The runners 6, 7, 9, 10, 11 and 13. Whispering Lady left a short prize favourite here with her rivals coming out. Uh, $1.45 for Whispering Lady. Navajo Warrior 3.40. Campeo 11. Big Al's Dream at 14. Walking in the Woods 19. With Whispering Lady left at the short quote there, Trev. I was looking forward to this race. I thought it was a good clash between Bitcon, the uh, impending link, and Whispering Lady. But she's the last one standing, and because of that, she's a very short favourite. Yeah, and probably deserves to be now with the scratchings. She's clearly got the superior form lines coming into this race. Uh, first up, she was pretty good at sound down behind Chico Sonato, sort of doing her best work the last little bit there. And I thought her run at Kilmore last time, uh, where she... It was only narrowly beaten by Unusual Pearl. It was very good. Unusual Pearl, um, I think, has got a bit of talent. and uh, I think getting to 18.50 is exactly what Whispering Lady's looking for now. I think the heavy track she'll she'll get through. She's um, ran well on soft ground in the past. Philly by done deal. I don't think that's probably going to be too much of a concern for her. So clearly the horse to beat. I think you probably want maybe a dollar fifty to back her, but you might get that. So yeah, twelve whispering lady clearly on top for me. Five Navajo warrior looks the da- the clear danger. Um, he's been racing well this preparation. I thought his effort two starts ago at Kilmore was pretty good behind Superstock and Zaseed. He then went to Bendigo. Oh, I thought he ran another real even race behind Rocket Boy. Up to 18.50, I think, is probably what he's looking for, the son of Matur on Uh Two Big L's Dream goes in for that third spot. He was doing sort of okay work through the line there at Packenham behind Hellfire. Uh, getting up to 18.50 is probably what he's looking for, the son of Adelaide. Uh, and then went with the eight walk in the woods in for fourth. Did absolutely nothing on debut, but the jump outs leading into it were okay. 12, 5, 2 and 8. 12, 5, 2 and 8 for uh, for Trav. Uh, in this event, I'm going 12, 4, 8 and uh, 3 with Whispering Lady. Uh, she's ready for this. Uh, her main opposition fall away. She got through a soft seven in an ethereal to be only beaten four uh, and a quarter lengths. I think uh, she's the best horse in this race. And I think even if she doesn't handle the ground, she'll still beat them. In for second, number four, uh, Karchin, uh has handled the wet previously, has had plenty of chances, but uh, first up running a high weight was okay, and it uh, gets its chance here. Eight in for third, walk in the woods, uh, has a pretty steep rise in trip off a 1,400 metre debut, can be a sharp improver, and then Campeo, uh, High weight run last time was solid enough behind Tukes, uh, behind uh, Singer Rainbow. That was two runs back and then uh, led and weakened behind Tukes, bringing a stronger race uh, at, uh, at Ballarat last time out. Probably not as strong as the favourite Whispering Lady, but stronger than uh, the opposition have been competing in anyway. 12, 4, 8 and 3, but uh, 12 looks the one in the fourth. Race number five on the program. This is uh, another 1,850 metre maiden. And the scratchings here are 3, 6, 8, 10 and 12. Autocracy left as favourite here at $3.10. Bold Rebel for $60 bucks at 5. Manhattan Lane 5, 50, 7, 50 Police Camp. And then uh, Denimo Magic $8.50. Traff. 
Yeah, I was with Bold Rebel here for Matty Raymond and Harry Grace. I uh, thought the run at Eden Hope was okay in a race dominated by those up on top of the speed. Thought his run prior to that here at Terrain is probably the race, the run I'm marking him on on uh, Soft Seven track where he found the line pretty well there at 1400 metres, only sort of beaten two and a bit lengths by density. Uh, I think if he can get back to that sort of form here, he, he's the horse to beat and they're pretty even maiden. So happy to be with him on top, the four bold riddle, uh, rebel autocracy, um, or autocracy. Uh, she's. Yeah, going okay at 1,200 metres, this preparation. Uh, the most recent run at Kilmore, she was sort of outpaced, but um, again, doing her best work late. Up to 1,850 is probably what she's looking for, although 1,200 to 1,850, uh, maybe not the, the best platform, but um, she's had the two runs under the belt. Has a bit of upside. I probably couldn't get involved at the price, though. Uh, Nine Manhattan Lane is racing pretty consistently, this preparation. Uh, the effort at Hamilton two starts ago was good, and then last time at Warwick Nabil up on top of the speed, he, she stuck to the task well. Uh, has to be sort of in the considerations here. And five Denimo Magic finished behind Manhattan Lane there at Hamilton last time. Goes forward for Linda Meach. And, yeah, probably fourth pick. But happy to be with four Bold Rebel on top. Four, 11, nine and five. Four, 11, nine and five in race number five on the program. Uh, my numbers here are 11, four, eight, uh, 11, four, five, and uh, 13. Uh, on top, uh, number 11, Autocracy, without a, a great deal of confidence. Fit a third up. Today might be the day. Uh, how far was beaten? 10 lengths in a wakeful on soft ground. Had excuses soft five prior to that at Castadon. Uh She gets a chance for the Lafferty's to, to win a race. Four, Bold Rebel goes in for second. Five, Denimo Magic uh, in for third. Uh, wasn't all that far away at Hamilton last time on uh, really soft ground has placed on heavy and then 13 police camp the chaser um, at least he's going to get through the ground that's one thing that uh, that's going to be in his favour 11-4-5-13 in race number 5 that's our look at the first 5 races at Terang on Cup Day Terang race number 6 on Cup Day is a benchmark 64 over 1600 metres this is the first leg of the quaddy scratchings here are 4, 6, 7, 10, 12 and 13 Bull Bourbon is the tab fixed odds favourite at $2.60 stable mate one thing counts 4.20 Mr Businessman 5 Ashim five fifty, Super Stock eight fifty, Ivory's Delight nine dollars and fifty. Trav, yeah, good for can keep competitive race to start the first league of the quaddy, but happy to be with the one Ashim here. I thought his run at Ballarat was pretty good, getting back towards the inside there late and sort of making good late ground behind Bellman and Rock and Zane in a pretty strong benchmark fifty eight. He handles uh, sort of wet ground. He's placed well. Uh, on heavy ground in the past. So happy to be with him on top here, Ashen for Tom Dabenig and Linda Meach. Three Bold Bourbon goes in for second for me, for Dean Yandel and Lindsay Smith. Uh, he pulled up with post-race issues there at Ararat last time, so happy to forgive that performance when beaten sort of eight lengths. Prior to that, he's been racing really well at Soundown and Mooney Valley, sort of right behind the likes of Fighting Arrow and also Edith. So strong enough form for this race, um, Question mark probably on heavy ground, but um, at least he's seen it in the past. Uh, then went with the five, Ivory's Delight. I think this horse will really improve getting up to uh, real uh, rain-affected track. He was okay first up at Hamilton behind I See You Coming, but 
I think he'll take a lot of benefit out of that run. And yeah, his best performances have both come on heavy tracks. Uh, and then went with the eight one thing counts. Uh, this horse is sort of a progressive galloper, still learning about his craft, I think. But uh, his last start effort in that same race that Asham comes through was was reasonable enough, uh, and he's improving with each sort of start. So uh, he goes in for fourth. One, three, five, and eight. One, three, five, and eight for Trav in the first leg of the quarter. Three, two, five, and eight for Moy. Going with Bowl Bourbon. Uh, he goes back onto wet ground. He's won uh, in his career uh, on two occasions. Both have been on soft ground. He's placed on heavy. Has raced really well on uh, the drying surfaces. Wasn't far away at Mooney Valley in January in the soft five. Went to Sandown over 1,800 metres. He was okay there. And then uh, Trav outlined he had a, a couple of excuses there last time out. He get You'd think he gets through the wet well enough to uh, to win this. And beat number two, Mr. Bismuthson. Mr. Businessman, yet to see him on wet ground, but he's a horse that I think has got a fair share of ability, was a good winner at Werribee there on Cup Day uh, went to Warnable on New Year's Eve, big weight and uh, and was, had some excuses had excuses at Sandown, went to Hamilton was slow out of the gates on the soft six there and uh, and did enough to suggest that second up he can run well, Five Ivories Delight in for third, has uh, performed well on heavy tracks uh, previous uh, was okay in the first up run at Terang, but a heavy track winner at Bendigo back in July of uh, last year, placed at Geelong on heavy ground and not all that far away behind Smoke and Toff on a wet track at the back end of last preparation and then 8-1 thing counts, got through the soft at Ballarat, a little unlucky there was a winner at Ballarat the run prior uh, 3, 2, 5 and 8 in the first leg of the quaddy second leg of the quaddy, it is the McKinnon Stakes, but this one's a benchmark 70 over the uh, 1400 metres, scratch from this, a two, four, seven, nine, ten, and eleven. Is it me? Is the favourite two dollars and thirty? Denor Star two ninety, eluding five. Mister B five dollars and fifty cents. Rekindled Express, an eleven dollar chance. Trav. Yeah, I was pretty keen here on Denor Star or Dan Star. I think he's the the horse to beat here. The five for Linda Meach and Kiramar and David Eustace. Linda hasn't been on him this preparation, but has a good association with the horse. Won on him in the Swan Hill Carnival of last year, and then again at Soundown on the Lakeside before he bumped into Al Rocco on wet on a heavy track. That's sort of the run that makes me confident. He'll definitely handle the ground. He'll be up on. Uh, probably leading this race and his main danger is at me we'll have to give him a start so uh, he's in good form this galloper this time in I thought his recent win at Packenham two starts ago was very good and then went to Flemington and I thought he stuck on reasonably well from the front there behind Stormbolt uh, I think yeah Terang might suit him a little bit better than Flemington and at 1400 metres he can really control this race so I thought he's pretty hard to beat the five eight is at me goes in for second um don't know what to make of his run in the Bendigo Guineas. He was sort of wide there, but faded out quite quickly. Um, just backing in that Daniel Bowman will get him back right here, um, sort of third up at Terrain. His first up run at Flemington was terrific with no real luck from Barrier 1. He probably should have won that race against Meridius. And he did win on a heavy eight track on debut at Penshurst. Um, obviously beat inferior opposition, but um, at least he's, he's sort of seen a wet track. Uh, then I thought the one eluding has to be sort of respected in this race. He's a horse who's got great uh, sort of form on wet ground. He's had three starts on heavy tracks for a win and a second. That second came last preparation at Caulfield behind Ascension and beat home Muhammad in that race. Um, recent jump out 
was all right at, at Horsham. He certainly looked like he needed it from a fitness point of view, but he'll come here to the races, um, you know, pretty fit, I'd imagine, with the two jump outs under his belt. And three bis to me is another one who really appreciates wet ground. He can be a little bit hit and miss in his form at, uh, on times, but... Um, yeah, I thought his recent jump out was okay, and he certainly comes here to the races with a chance. Good little race, 5, 8, 1, and 3. 5, 8, 1, and 3 from Trav, 8, 3, 1, and 5 for Mona. Going to go with his, me luckless in two runs today. To draw, I don't think it's going to matter too much from this stage of the day. You'd suspect this is where they're going to start to uh, to head out towards that uh, that outside section of the track. Uh, has one run on heavy ground. That was on Debut at Penshurst, as Trav touched on. Probably wasn't great opposition, but gave them a good old beating there by seven lengths running away. Backed it up by going to Adelaide to win. Uh, you think he could have beaten Meridius with fair luck there at Flemington. Just putting a pen through that uh, run in the Bendigo Giddies. Just never got on the track. Was four or five deep throughout, and I think uh, cards were marked a long way from home that he wasn't going to be in the finish. Uh, he can bounce back here and win this today. Mr. Me, I'm putting in for second. First up from a break, he's got a good Good fresh record and loves it wet. He's had four goes on heavy tracks for three wins and a minor finish. One that goes in for third, eluding, has a good fresh record and gets through the ground. And then an all-star. Okay, record at 1,400 metres. I just wonder him on very, very heavy ground, what it might be by this stage of the day, uh, whether or not he's still got that, that change-up speed to be able to kick away from them, particularly when the leader has to cut them away from the from the fence. Uh, he'll be still there at the, at the end, but just wondering how he's going to cope uh, leading and getting them out wide. 8, 3, 1 and 5 for mine in the seventh. Race number 8 at Tarang is the Sun Gold Milk Tarang Cup over the 2,150 metres. Meter scratchings here are three, five, six, seven, nine, and twelve. Not usual glorious two dollars and forty. Hasseltoff two seventy. Hustle of War six fifty. Extra elusive at seven. Bazzini nine fifty. Kalorni at twenty six dollars. Who are we tipping in the cup, Trav? Yeah, hard to go past. Not usual glorious on a wet track. Um, he's got unbelievable stats when he when he finds heavy ground. He's had eight starts on heavy ground for five wins and a, a minor placing. He hasn't seen a heavy track this preparation and still been going pretty well. Thought his effort in the Bansdale Cup was very good with sixty one and a half, and then he went to Oakbank for the uh, Ocaparinga Cup there behind Clever Man, and again that was on sort of a drying track there. So. Back to his more favoured heavy conditions. He, he'll lead this race, and I think he, you know, now that he's race fit, he'll take a power of beating uh, the one not usual glorious. Four extra elusive goes in for second for me. I thought his run of the Mount Gambier Cup was really good. You can tie a clever man through uh, not usual glorious as well. Um, I thought, yeah, that race of the Mount Gambier Cup was a terrific effort by the horse. I think he'll really appreciate getting onto the, the heavy track, this guy. Uh, the way I've sort of seen him get through the soft uh, here in Victoria. Um, yeah, he, he maps for a good run too and, and doesn't... It has to sort of... Gets a little bit off the weights from Not Usual Glorious with only the 54.5, while Not Usual Glorious has to carry the 61. So I think he's the logical danger. Two has to Lawar interests me here a little bit. Um, he's a horse who's... Been very lightly raced throughout his career, but gee, he's got a lot of talent. Um, his best form, he ran third in Herbert Power behind Delphi and third in a Geelong Cup. Um, that was sort of going back to 2021. He's only had two starts since then. The latest of those was at Morphville over the mile, where he's sort of doing his best work late. He may need another run, but he has performed okay on wet tracks in the past, and obviously he's the class runner. 
And 10 Kalorni, I thought, could run a cheeky race here first up. Uh, didn't mind his recent jump outs and had a hurdle trial at Terang where he looked uh, pretty good against Port Gulame, who uh, might be very hard to beat at Pakenham later on. So uh, I thought uh, he could run a, a cheeky race here fresh. 1, 4, 2 and 10 in the cup. One for two and uh, ten in the cup. I'm going to go for one at a little bit of value here in tip number 11, Bazzini. Uh, he's first up. He's had a hurdle trial. He gets through the ground, no worries. Last time fresh up, he went to Mooney Valley in a 70 over 2,040 metres, carried 60 kilos and was only beaten three and a half lengths. Went to Sandown after that and ran into Kai Tuku, was chasing well from the back and that was all on a Jericho campaign. Uh, he wasn't great in the Jericho, but uh, he gets heavy ground here. He gets 54 kilos. Uh, he's going on a hurdling campaign, you'd reckon, that his target's probably going to be a maiden hurdle at uh, at Warnable. I think this is a race he can pick up on the way, and I'm happy to back him each way at $9.50 to find out. To beat number one, not usual glorious, has a very good record on heavy tracks. He's only failing really on a heavy track of recent time. Was at Mowie in the cup there with Fenengrada, just ran him into the ground. He's got to carry the 61 kilos, which is going to be a bit of a task. He's on the week back up from Oakbank last week, but he's got plenty of uh, miles in his legs. Hustler Wars going in for third, number two. Has the staying ability. Trav outlined his runs in the Herbert Power and Geelong Cups uh, going back to 2021. He's had the run in the CS Hayes under his belt there, and he's placed in his only try on heavy ground. And then Extra Elusive, who comes through the Mount Gambier Cup form. Uh, there, Lord Goldberg, who was just ahead of him, runs around in a hurdle today at Pakenham, and he looks as though he'll get through the sop. But 11 each way for mine in the cup, 11, 1, 2, and 4 in race number 8. Race number 9 on the program is uh, a benchmark 78 over 1,200 metres. Scratchings here are 2, 4, 5, and uh, 9. Tab fixed odds favourite, first division, $2.60, has been back down from 3.80 today. Fortunate Kiss, 2.70, Port Louis, 4.40. Innkeeper at $6 and uh, Wings of Pastrami, a $14 chance here, Trav. Yeah, a bit disappointing this race with the scratchings. I was really looking forward to seeing the likes of Prowling and Haywood in this race against Fortunate Kiss, but yeah, we, we deal with what we've got. I think this still looks a pretty suitable race for Fortunate Kiss. She gets the blinkers on for the first time. Has sort of been targeted, I think, towards this race after running first up at Flemington. I wish she wasn't disgraced behind Varenskova in a race that was sort of uh, sort of set up for those on top of the speed. They didn't uh, go a very quick tempo in that race, and she sort of got out-sprinted a little bit. Um, I thought her recent jump out at Camperdown was very good on heavy ground behind Miss Balvenie, who's a sharp horse. And you might sort of suggest that she doesn't get through the going, or she hasn't sort of, uh, you know, sort of tested heavy ground on race day, but she's trialled up very nicely on sort of really rain-affected tracks in the past, and all of her efforts on soft ground have been in group races uh, where she's had not much luck. So um, I think it's sort of, yeah, pretty hard to sort of say she won't get through the ground, and she's certainly the class horse of the race. So happy to put three fortunate kiss on top. Uh, eight first divisions absolutely flying, will get through the ground, which is the tick for her. Gets, you know, only has 54 kilos on the back. thought her effort last time at Morphville behind Magic Max, who's absolutely flying, was terrific. Um, yeah, she's certainly the, the, the danger to Fortunate Kiss, and then I think it's a, a good back, a good gap back to the third horse, Port Louis, here for mine, the six. Uh, he was all right last week at store behind Zion and Pravro. Probably a step up, 
to be facing Fortunate Kiss in first division, though. And one in keeper. Um, can't sort of rule him out of this race. I think he's won this race twice in the past. He's unbeaten at Terang. Loves heavy ground, but just his recent jump outs have been a little bit plain. Um, just like to see him do it on race day now as the, the old boy, but uh, you certainly have to you know, respect his, his class. 3, 8, 6 and 1 in the last. 3, 8, 6 and uh, 1 from Trav. Uh, I'm going eight one seven and uh, six uh, eight one uh, three and seven eight one three seven uh, here in the last. Just to note, Tom Preble not riding today. He's come off his ride, so we stand by for a rider for innkeeper here in the last. Going to go with the uh, first division. I think the best we've seen of first division is on wet ground. Uh, held up last time at uh, Morphville, only just touched off, uh, only just got there to win uh, first up over. A thousand metres goes to twelve hundred for the first time, but really relishes wet ground. And I think uh, first division with no weight on the back can uh, complete a pretty good day for for Harry Grace. Innkeeper, I'm putting in for second. Trav touched on his jump out, wasn't great, but he's too good to leave out in a race of uh, of this calibre. Fortunate Kiss goes in for third. She's been competitive in stakes. Great, she comes here second up. And then Seven Wings of Pastrami. Fresh record's okay. Has placed in its only try on heavy ground. Been a long time since she was able to win. Maybe here first up she can find her way into the placings ahead of Port Louis, who I thought had every chance here last week. Eight, one, three, and seven in the last. Trav, your best value, Cordy. And play of the day for Terrain Cup Day, please. Yeah, best for me comes up in race number six, horse number one, Ashram. I think you'll take some beating. Next best race two, number seven, appealing in the maiden. Really liked a recent jump out. Another one I like the jump out of is the value runner of the day, race three, number two, Buddy Ripper. I think he's a great chance. The Quaddy, race six, will take, uh, well, first leg, one, three, five, eight. Second leg, one, five, eight. Third leg, one and four. And come home, three and eight. Play of the day, we're going to have an all-up place multi here at sort of $13.50. So race two, seven, appealing the place. Race three, number two, Buddy Ripper, the place. Race five, number four, Bold Rebel, the place. Race six, number one, Asham, the place. And race seven, number five, Daniel Star, the place. Best of luck today, Trav. Thanks, Brendan. Trav Noonan there with his thoughts on the Terrain Cup program. My best is in race seven, number eight. Is it me? I think we'll atone for two luckless runs. Value bet is in the cup race eight, number three, Bazzini. In terms of a quarter, wide in the first leg, three, two, five, eight, one. Second leg, eight, three, one, and five. Just going to go 11 and one in the cup. And then eight, 13, uh, eight, uh, through eight, one, three, and seven. Eight, one, three, seven. They're in the final leg. Uh, I'm going across meeting um, play of the day today. Best in race uh, first leg uh, is at Terang. Race seven, number eight, is it me? Into Packenham, race five, number one, Rockstar Ronnie. Into Packenham, race six, number four, Stern Idol. So we'll uh, we'll top it up with a couple of chases uh, there at uh, Packenham today. That's our look at uh, Terang Cup Day.